Oh yeah, what's up everybody? It is your buddy, Gavin, Filibuster Freestyle, coming to you November 7th, 2020. Level 11 is here for 2020, but we seem, and by seem I mean it's, it, barring some type of a absolute banana, banana situation, I'm just trying to form my words here, we seem to have results from the 2020 presidential election. Joe Biden has been declared president-elect. Kamala Harris has been declared vice president-elect. Here comes the theme song, filibuster freestyle. On the other side, Marky Sal joins us. We just watched the acceptance uh, speech, if you will, uh, by both Harris and Biden, live from Wilmington, Delaware. So we're going to break down that that moment, but also break down some thoughts on the election. So... Um, Stick around. Hopefully you have a good time with us. I have no idea where this one's going to go, but uh, that's what's going to go on today. So filibusterfreestyle.com. Subscribe, rate, and review the pod, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Deezer, anywhere you get your podcasts. Aforementioned theme song starts now. Filibuster, filibuster freestyle. As promised, everybody joining us via the hotline, Marky Sal. First of all, Marky, how are you tonight? Oh, man, on top of the world, you know. <laughs> I'm glad to hear it. So I just, as I just mentioned to the folks before the theme song and before we brought you in, uh, we just both finished watching, separate but distant but safe. Uh, but, you know, we both just finished watching uh, Kamala Harris and Joe Biden give their basically their acceptance speeches of being vice president and president-elect. Huge, huge night, regardless um, of how you feel about it, because it was been a long week for sure in terms of getting those votes counted. But... So yeah, so let's just start with, with, with tonight's tonight's speeches, which just ended. What'd you like? What sticks out? You're, I know you're feeling good, but like, why are you feeling good? Let's start there. Okay, yeah. So what what sticks out is is um, Kamala Harris. You know, she's just a superstar. You know, she's mm. got like that that Obama gene, right? So her her speech was just so uh, I don't know electric and kind of you know hopeful and yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't know, you know, got chills multiple times the same way, like, I, you know, same kind of feeling that I got when, when you were watching, when I was watching Obama. So I thought that was incredible. Um, Joe Biden, I thought, did a good job. You know, for me, watching go, Joe Biden on, on the national stage, it's always like a little bit like, you know, uh, just I'm a little nervous for him all the time because, sure, sure. you know, he is, he is older and he does have, you know, the stutter thing that gets in the way every once in a while. He never really trips him up bad, but he, just because you know it's there, it's almost like, oh boy, hopefully yeah. he just gets through this. And he, and he did. I thought, I thought he, he did, you know, well. So it was a good night. Yeah, it was a good night. Actually, let's stay with we'll stay with Kamala Harris for a minute because one of the things I wrote down before the speeches started was let's just acknowledge the absolute historic moment of her being vice president elect. Obviously, the first woman's the first woman to hold that office, first black woman, first black person to hold that office, um, first Asian American to hold that office, and as uh, Joe Biden said, the first daughter. Of, of two immigrants to hold that office. Um, you know, you don't think of the vice presidential position as one that's, you know, they made the show Veep 
a comedy uh, about the vice president position. But 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 you know, even Julia Louis Dreyfus, who played uh, Selena Meyer and on that show, said, you know, Madam Vice President is no longer a fictional character, and and to have the first female vice president be the first so many other things takes me back to that feeling I had when I thought America was, you know, just an unbelievable place to live when Barack Obama got the nomination and, and won 12 years ago. And, and, and there were shades of that tonight for me, just a, a country where, as they said in the speeches, country full of possibilities. And, and, and I definitely have not felt like I lived in that country Unfortunately, for the last four years, and I know not everybody agrees with that, but a lot of people do as well. So anyway, just an, an historic piece. And honestly, the hope and the empowerment of her achievement and, and what it will give to young people um, and really all people and what they can achieve if they're given the opportunity, uh, that's fantastic. And it's on the heels of an administration that was seeking to actively take opportunities away from people, which makes it even more kind of poignant and sweet, I think. Oh, oh, absolutely true. I was talking to my wife about it today and just how inspirational of a character, um, you know, Kamala Harris is in all of this, you know, talking about um, how she is just that person that, you know, can really just, just relates, right? So I think a lot of women certainly relate to her. Um, I think that a lot of people of color relate to her regardless of, of gender, gender. I, I, you know, you you saw her. You know, she went to the historically black college, and there were a few clips of her out. You know, uh, this past year, and there's like marching bands going, and, and they're doing like the step dancing, yep. and she's going right along with them. It, it's just it's just inspiring that that like you said, because it's coming on the heels of um, you know administration that that wasn't at all diverse and didn't seem to you know put. In any of these um, other kind of opinions and viewpoints, didn't seem to really take those into consideration. There wasn't any. There wasn't much color in the cabinet and that kind of thing. So, so you're right. It it it, it doesn't get us all the way back to where you know we were under Obama, but it certainly helps, and, and it certainly helps to close the door on on that on that last you know, administration. So yes, yes. It's all good. Yeah. And and I'll tell you what, uh, just to talk about the speech a little bit, a couple things I liked about the speeches in terms of the setup, Um, you know, the the drive-in rally, if you will, the drive-in speech was great because, you know, it was the first time you've ever had like honking horns, like a traffic jam as part of a, you know, kind of like a crowd cheering. So, you know, I like that unique vibe. I like that most of the folks in, in Wilmington seem to be wearing masks outside, which is great. They weren't all, but that's okay. We got to get a nationwide mandate and things like that um, from people like the president-elect. But I also, I was going to say, uh, Cindy Harrington and I, my wife and I, were, were saying at the end with the fireworks, like, oh, we don't really need to watch the fireworks. But then the fireworks started spelling out words and, and, and doing designs. And I was like, oh, man, firework technology has come a long way. So I learned that tonight. But anyway, um, no, it was freaking great. I mean, you know, again, like, I... I would say, I guess I'll say it this way. I don't want to say, oh, now a lot of us can breathe again because I think a lot of us felt pressure to do whatever small thing we could do to try our hardest to, to, to not normalize what was happening in the last four years, right? I don't think now that I've kind of become a lot more active 
And again, there are so many more people that are more active than me, but now that I'm much more active than I used to be, and I take it way less for granted. I don't want to ever go back to feeling that safe and that complacent, but, but I just love that for, for a minute you can just breathe and say, you know what? There's a grown-up, there's two grown-ups, there's more than that in their cabinet, probably full of experts in their fields instead of people trying to destroy their fields. Um, just all that flip is a really nice cathartic exhale for one day because the hard work starts, but yeah. I, I think I think you're you're absolutely right, and but I do think that it's important, like you said, to to take this a, a chance and an opportunity to like breathe, exhale, realize the victory, celebrate the victory, but also to realize, you know, what the hell we just avoided, right? Mm-hmm. Because if you gave that guy four more years where yeah. he wasn't answerable to any voters again in his future forever right. i mean just think of the chaos that could have been unleashed i mean there was already this chaos that like you said day by day we were fighting to not normalize it you know when 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 the muslim ban came and people shrugged and charlottesville came and people just shrugged and yep. you know all all of the people involved in this campaign were corrupt and they, they were going to prison and people were just shrugging and giving this guy the pass for us just sitting there like looking around like what the hell is going on it, it was a it was a struggle it was, yes. a, it was a, a weekly struggle but but we, we definitely have to take a minute to to exhale to celebrate to realize what we avoided but as you said there isn't there's no going back right right now that we've seen and especially now that we've seen how many people came out and voted for trump a second time yes it just it just it just reaffirms the fact that hey hey good we won this thing but there is so much work ahead of us there is there is going to you know trying to get trying to pull it back to to where we can all agree on some level of truth right because right yeah, now totally. the conversations that i have with people who are trump supporters they they don't if something is 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 reported in any media they just don't believe it right they believe the things that come out of out of Trump's mouth, they believe what they see on Facebook. They they believe what they hear Alex Jones say. If if it comes from the straight media, they think that it's just not true. And I mean, yeah, that's 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 we, the proof is in the pudding, right? Seeing what's going on with with coronavirus. So so the, the big work is trying to figure out how to get us all back onto a page where at least we can have like. A, a similar arena, right? We Correct. agree on these facts. Yeah, can we can we these acknowledge are the these are the norms? Yeah, can we acknowledge the sky is blue? Can we can we can, can, can being can the sky being blue being a scientific fact be acceptable to everybody again? I mean, again, right. we, yep. I don't know that anybody's actually saying the sky isn't blue, but literally, literally, if he said it was orange, people will be like, yeah, it's orange. You're right. Uh, so anyway, you did mention that if he didn't if he if he didn't have to answer to voters for four more years, the chaos. 100% really glad we're not going to go and find that out. We do have about 74 days to go where he has no, nobody to answer to. Um, so, so, so like I said to folks, and you just did it, the exhale is there. But then there's that other exhale of, right, but it's not over yet. Um, and that's something, that's something that, uh, listen, these next 75 days are going to be epic, epic worrying on my part. Um this is real. I don't know. Geez, what do you think about that? Sorry, I'm I'm going to a dark place here. But what do you think? Yeah. Well, I mean, here's like that's probably why the past, you know, since Tuesday night has been so excruciating. Yes. Where we're like, we know he's going to win it. Just call it right because everybody's kind of 
worried about the elephant in the room of being like, what kind of craziness will yeah. Donald Trump stir up, right? So will it literally be calling the militias and the Proud Boys out into the streets to defend him with blood? Like, that's not... Anybody that, I, that I've spoken to, that's not necessarily out of the realm of possibilities in their mind. Right. Um, so, so you do you do worry about that um, going forward. Now, I think maybe because we we have went through these three or four days, like maybe right now where we're at, I kind of feel like that's not going to be the case. But I, I mean, who knows? Right. You know? Totally agree. So, so let's let's hope that that doesn't happen. And obviously, if it does. Uh, I, you know, none of us want any part of that. That's not what, that's not what we want to be about, and certainly not what the speeches tonight were about. Which was again trying to really talk about, you know, we're not enemies. We're we're all Americans, and yeah, we definitely listen. This country has fundamentally had multiple parties disagree with each other on multiple issues for a very long time. It just has gotten to a very weird place in the last four years that I think we're really happy we're not going down the, the to dictator lane or or banana republic boulevard anymore. Uh, in terms of four years, right? Yeah, in terms of having a strong man, you know, a dictator as your as your quote democratically elected leader. So, huge news. Let's 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 go back in a little rewind to Tuesday. We don't have to go to Tuesday night, but so things are coming out Tuesday. I think everybody felt pretty good about that the mail the mailing votes were definitely going to swing Biden's favor for all the reasons that everybody understands. I mean, Trump basically scared the heck out of his voters from voting by mail during a pandemic, um, but. Yeah, I mean, how, take me through your like your emotions this week. When did you think? What are what are the highlights or lowlights from 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 Tuesday night through tonight? Where you know whether it was Nevada looking like it was going to flip or Arizona, which you know whatever. I mean, like where where were you in terms of like ups and downs? Right. So so Tuesday night for sure. I I, I remember this feeling of like I was texting a couple of my close friends and um, just kind of te- you included um, just kind of texting about. Um, oh boy, you know, in the beginning, is this 2015 again, especially like, mm-hmm. you know, you see him get a lead, you see Biden get a lead in Florida, you see him get a lead in um, Georgia, you saw him get a lead in, in Ohio, yeah. right? Ohio, Texas. So he had leads in all these places and you're starting to feel good, even though you know he's, he doesn't need these places, you're starting to feel, oh man, this is the landslide, this is the repu- repudiation of Trump that we need, Right. And then little by little, that starts to just dissipate, and all, every single one of those leads just starts to go away. And and you know, I, my my phone's blowing up with people to like, oh no, it's happening again. Like I've heard that over and over again. And man, who wanted to relive that? So that night was tough. And by the end of the night, you could start to see it's probably coming back our way. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't until like really the end of the night on Tuesday that I started to feel like, okay, you know what? I I have more hope that we're good as opposed to, you know, the, the odds that it's bad. Um, on on Wednesday and Thursday, um, I was definitely very confident that we were going to win, right? By, by Wednesday afternoon, very confident that we were going to win. Um, but but then, you, you know, you get into Thursday Thursday and Friday, and you're like, when are they going to call this thing? Yeah. Um, that, that was hard. And, and, and I, I saw some of the anchors on some of the different networks you know, calling out their own networks, being like, hey, you know, this could get dangerous, call this thing. But 
But in hindsight, it does, it does uh, you know, it, I was jubilation today when I, when I found out, you know, I had a whole bunch of projects that I was supposed to do around the house that all just kind of went Bye. to the side. Yeah, see you, you later. Know? <laughs> we, 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 we were, you know, we were just coming up with every single way that thing that we could do today that, that was kind of like a celebration, you know, even through a pandemic, you can't go out and do anything, but what could we do to just like yeah. you know, make it a moment? And so... So there was this roller coaster, but I'm kind of glad that, that we went through it in hindsight just because, like, the country seeing those numbers tick up and tick up and tick up and where Biden was getting the lead, everyone saw it, the whole world saw it, and and so I feel like it's, it's more of a solid call since we went through that. Yeah, well, yeah, you know, good, really good points. Uh, I think, you know, I was definitely most alarmed um, with the initial kind of Tuesday night numbers in um, Pennsylvania. So, you know, you you had asked if I knew anything, and I was holding off on calling my buddy Dan O'Brien because I knew he had been working with canvassing for, uh, like, Vote Blue America, whatever it's called. I'm getting it wrong. I don't have it in front of me, so I apologize. But to the people listening, then I just butchered whatever Dan was doing the last six weeks. But he basically was like, listen, Gav, I've been in six different counties in southeastern Pennsylvania for the last six weeks working on this thing. There's absolutely no way the mail-in ballots are going to help Trump, you know. And so once it got to within like 15,000, Trump was still up. That's when I texted Dan and I'm like, yo, are we going to be all right here? And he's like, dude, absolutely, you know. Um, yeah. He didn't say absolutely or absolutely anything lutely. I'm just paraphrasing. But anyway, he let me know he felt pretty good about it. And so that's when I was like, all right, well, the, and that was the best part because the biggest prize was Pennsylvania. And so I, I was getting very nervous on Wednesday and Thursday before I texted Dan because – I felt like there was going to be some shenanigans in Nevada or Arizona because they basically just stopped counting. Um, You know, it was like Pennsylvania was doing 600,000 votes a day. Uh, Georgia was doing, you know, 100,000 votes a day. And Nevada was like, yeah, we're going to take a couple days off. We'll come back. And it was like, no, but I need those six electoral votes to get them to 270, guys. What the hell? And then all of a sudden Arizona stopped counting, and it was kind of like, Oh, this is gonna be bananas! Like this is gonna get weird. And then it, it seemed like somebody hit the brakes. Yes, you know, it like made a call. It was almost like they didn't want to be the states that put them over. And so, right. so all yep. of a sudden, it's like, well, North Carolina's not coming around. They're not quite there yet. They don't have enough transplants there yet, and they were missing one in me because I'm back in the Northeast where my vote mattered less. But I, it wouldn't have mattered there either because North Carolina is still North Carolina for now. But in Atlanta, the state of Atlanta, and I use that term incorrectly on purpose. Um, I saw a stat today that I think youth voters, I think so 18 to 24, uh, I believe it was African-American slash black, not, not any maybe other, other category of non-white voter. But the bottom line was, it was 90% of those people in Atlanta voted for Biden. Uh, huge. I mean, 90-10. That's, that's what's amazing. Atlanta and the, the, the suburbs and the other places that, that Stacey... Um, oh my gosh, Stacey Abrams, is that her name? Sorry. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why I on her name, but the work she did since her her election was stolen from her in 2018 in the governor's race, I mean, unbelievable. To see Georgia, even if Georgia eventually goes back the other way, which I don't think it will, to see Georgia blue for the first time since 1992, come on, man, that's amazing. So, so, so for me, so for me, that's one. That's one of the biggest storylines of of this election. Absolutely, is that is that you take um, half of the country thought that uh, Donald Trump was racist, right? And 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 well, obviously, I'm in that half. 
and and we've been trying to point this out to the other half of the country for four years. And they just keep saying, well, no, keep making every excuse for him. He says he's not, you know what I mean? Like, right. just making every excuse possible for the guy, um, no, no matter what he does, separating ch- children from their parents just to make a point. You know, like, cruel, cruel stuff this guy was doing. And But but half the country was saying, hey, nothing to see here, no problem, right? <laughs> but 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 who was it? Who was it that felt absolutely mobilized and came out in huge numbers and, and huge percentages to, to send them packing? It was the people who knew that that he was a racist. Was his, at least he he allowed racism to um, to grow to flourish. Right? Yeah, and, to and, flourish. And, and yeah, to flourish. And the people who knew that, and the people who have been trying to tell other people that 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 that's the case. They got tired of just trying to tell them, and they said, "Okay, we got to do what we got to do." And we'll they, came, they went to the they went to the polls, and they took care of business. And I am so proud and happy for Atlanta, Philadelphia, Detroit, you know, all of these places that that he considers shithole places yeah. are the places that came out and voted and, and sent them packing, and and that makes me extremely proud. Absolutely. I love it. I love it. Love seeing Georgia go blue. I, I honestly don't think North Carolina is that far behind. It's gone blue before. It went blue for Obama. Um, but anyway, you know, but, it, but Georgia hadn't gone blue since Clinton's first time around, right? So, um, so and people forget that that election in 92 was a three-way dance because Ross Perot was really the fly in the ointment for George H.W. Bush as well in that election. So really, you know, I don't think Georgia went Demo- has gone Democrat in a true two-person race since probably Jimmy Carter, who was from Georgia, right? So, right. Um, you know, that's a, a, just a prolific look into not only the grassroots work, which is what what happened there, but also just the shifting demographics of the country where places that used to be the deepest deep red, um, depending on the population center and the, and the, the efforts of the organizers and the, the motivation of the voters, to your point a minute ago, you can, you can, flip, you can flip a mofo. You can flip it real quick. So great to see that they turn blue. Um, and yeah, so now to the point where Arizona and Nevada can do whatever they want and, and you know, the, the Republican governors don't need to worry about it because... Pennsylvania just plowed right right ahead, right through, took care of business, which was amazing because, like, on Tuesday night, I feel like, I feel as if Biden was down, like, two million votes or something crazy. So, amazing. Right. It's, it, it's absurd. But it's also, it also points to, you know, um, how, how, you know, the Republicans, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to paint all Republicans as, as bad, right? No, of course but not. The Republicans in Pennsylvania who took steps to make sure that the results did come out that way, right? They knew very well how that was going to happen, and they, and they took all these efforts to make sure that that's, that happened. Like, you know, like, for example, you couldn't even start counting those those mail-in ballots until until the election day. Like, right. just millions of ballots. Stuff like right. that. Right. Just to, like, just to get any kind of advantage that they possibly could. Yeah. It, 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 it should make you angry. Right, but at the same time, they did shine a spotlight on what the people of, of Philadelphia did. Right, yes. so so it's like jokes on you, MFers, because yeah. <laughs> now the world has seen what what happened, and the world has seen you know America has spoken. Yeah, line. absolutely, absolutely, and you know what? And I I'm not I'm not going to give credit. I'm not going to name anybody who's in the Senate who's a Republican, but you know. They they enjoyed their their useful idiot for as long as they could, but but they at the very least, and I'm giving them one half a half a centimeter of credit, 
at least said, no, 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 we're going to count all the votes. Um, right. Because that took the power. The emperor's clothes came off officially as soon as he lost all those, those enablers. Because once they start saying, no, 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 we count, we count all the votes in America, that legitimized the process. Enough. Like, that whatever BS Rudy Giuliani is trying to pull today at the wrong four seasons, by the way, from the friggin' hardware store, landscape oh architecture place, next to a next to a, a crematorium and a, an adult shop. I mean, great job booking the wrong four seasons, guys. The fact that the only person that they could find to go out there is Rudy Giuliani, newly famous from the Borat. From Borat Part Two, yeah, you exactly. Know what I mean, like, like, come on, you right. couldn't find anybody who who could be taken seriously. Yeah, that, that's what you got. Come on, right? Come so, on, man. so whatever they do, yeah. So anyway, so love, love that it happened the way it happened. It actually, it's even better that it happened the way it happened because it was actually a slow, cruel. You know, totally self-inflicted wound of telling your supporters not to vote during a pandemic by mail and then watching the mail absolutely just paper cut you literally and figuratively to, to root to end your to end your presidency, which you need, by the way, to stay probably out of prison. So that brings me to my next point. Um, we know this dude was never going to go out quietly or classily. Um, do you think he even shows up to the inauguration? Not that, we, not that we care, but like I don't know. I want to ask the question. Right? No, no. I think it's important. I think I think it is important that transfer of power, like yes. you know, seeing the the last president passing the torch to the new president. I think that's that. I think it's important, right? I very think much. That's so. one of the things that we've been very proud of as a country. Um, and 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 I I'd, I'd say the chances are he doesn't. You know, I, you know, I put it at like thirty percent of him showing up. And, and and I think I think it's sad, but I also think that you know, seeing him on Twitter the past couple of days, you know, I, I think that his his behavior, you know, is is only more is only you you're, you're seeing it even e- easier right now than you've been able to see it in the past. I'm not saying it's going to change anybody's mind, but at the end of the day. The, the longer this goes on and the more his behavior is like whatever I think it's going to be he's going to be an afterthought it's going to be like poof you know right. um, we, you, we don't have to at least whether whether you support all his policies or not I, I think I, I would only have to hope that at some point you know when 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 Biden doesn't have a scandal every single week and there's not something that like everybody's fighting over every single week um, it's just going to be, it's just going to be say, easy to say, oh, you know, who cares about a freaking transfer of power? At least we're on some normal level of stability for, you know, weeks at a time. Yes, exactly. Well, and like Van Lathan said today, very poignantly, it's going to be easier to be a parent. You know, it's going to be easier to tell your kids that the truth matters, that character matters. Like, that's, that shouldn't be a lot to ask, but it has been for, for four years. And so, you know, that is a big it will be a footnote if he skips it at the end of the day because people will come to appreciate. And again, that could be from any leader. That could even be from a Republican leader in the future. But we really can't go back to a make it up as you go, create distractions, loud noises, you know, four-year-old mentality. We can't do that anymore. You know, it, just, it was a really, you know, America is not a reality show. We, we, you know, it was really fun for some people to think, well, but her emails and then go with the, go with the you're fired guy. But no, never again. Please never again. Right, right. 
you say please never again, and, and I agree with that sentiment a hundred percent. But if you're if you're somebody in government, you know, you're, one of one of your priorities is is solidifying laws and rules to make sure that it doesn't happen again. Yes. Right. So so you know, like for example, I thought about uh, every time somebody would would. Um, go against the Hatch Act, right? So they'd be they'd be on the White House, it'd be like a paid White House advisor and they'd be saying like campaign type of stuff, right? Yes, right. Which breaks the law. Right. Right. And nobody enforced it. But right. nobody's gonna enforce the law, right? So it, so we can't have this thing where it's like, oh, there's laws but depending on who who's in power they can decide to to enforce these ones or not. Like the, the, some of these things have to be made into okay, you can't do these things because it's a real problem for the country, and if you do, there's going to be some enforcement that, you know, that the president can't can't be the person who decides it. And I, I don't know what the answer is all, but that some things need to be need to be fixed. And, and that happened after Nixon, right? They went in and they made some of yeah. these rules, but obviously not enough. So that's that's got to be on the priority list there to do some things to, to try to make sure this doesn't happen. Again. Yeah, this was a massive though. This was massive to get to a point where you don't have to worry about that four years you talked about, that extra four years you talked about earlier. But with that said, this is obviously an outgoing president who has a flair for the dramatic. Uh, all about him, showman. So. There's a lot of rumors that, you know, he ran for president four years ago just so he could get some notoriety to start his own news network. And then, unfortunately for him and us, he actually won the thing. Um, so there's a probability he might start his own news network. But I think he's going to try to go Grover Cleveland part two. And I think he's going to run again at 24. What do you think about that? If he's, if he's allowed to if he's allowed to run, because I know convicted felons can't hold office. So we'll find out how that goes. But, you know. Right. So it's like, yeah. It's like first we have to work through the plausibility of his being a free man first, right? right. That's the first thing we need right. to tackle. But, but, but assuming he gets uh, out of it, because he always does, like you know. yeah. So, so this is what I'll say about about his future. You know, he's been bulletproof for for seventy years or so, yep. but he's also now an old man, right? Correct. Correct. So correct. it's like starting a news network or running four years from now. I mean, you saw him try to like drink a glass of water he needs two hands every time yes. like he can't he, you know he's worried about running down the ramp because he's gonna fall and I'm, and I'm not saying that to make fun of him well I guess kind of but well you're saying him that, more because he's maybe not the most uh, vibrant dude anymore right yeah I don't think that he necessarily has the energy that he even had four years ago to, so, to say from four years from now if if he's not if he's not in prison, will he be running for for president? I, I don't know. I, I don't think either of those things are going to happen. I think that uh, you know, I, I do think that he's going to be kind of you know laid bare a little bit, and we're going to see learn more about him, the things that he was hiding, and that kind of thing. So I I I don't think that those things are going to happen. But I've also you know I, I, I like many other people have have paid for doubting Donald Trump's power. Um, yeah. But I, I do, I, you know, my opinion as of right now is that I, I don't think he's going to be much of a much of an entity going forward. Well, I, I hope that you are 100% correct on that for sure. Um, so a couple of interesting tidbits. Number one, you know who's probably definitely going to end up in jail is Bill Barr, hopefully. <laughs> he should. God, he should. God, does that guy stink. Uh, and yeah. then that's all the time I want to spend on him. 
So here's an interesting little historical fact for those of you out there who might not know this or maybe haven't thought of this yet, but this is the first ever presidential election that Ohio took an L. Ohio has deter has oh, wow. Ohio has chosen the president correctly, basically every every time. So this is welcome to expendability, Ohio. Nobody needs you to win the presidency anymore because states like Georgia just win blue. So bye. <laughs> right. Oh yeah. I mean, if we can if we can keep that that coalition of everything that we had losing Ohio, gaining. Georgia and Arizona and Nevada. Yeah. I mean, that, that that's nice. I, I do think that you know, there's there's work in keeping all those. Oh, you no know? question um, about it. And and especially I would say with with um, Arizona, you, some some weird things happened with the Latino vote. Yes. Not being as excited to come out for for Biden. Yes. Certainly in Florida, he had some trouble. So those are things that definitely need need some big attention right. um, well, in order to keep the coalition together. But, you know, I, I think it's possible. You know, it's interesting, too, actually, you bring up the Latino vote. And I think, well, one, Florida, like Ohio, if states like Arizona and Georgia are going to be in play for uh, Democrats, Florida becomes way less necessary, right? Um, number two, I think for any of us who want to paint any subset of voters as one one mindedness, you know, you saw in Florida, you know, you've got the Cuban and Venezuelan Americans who, you know, they have seen their former countries or their, you know, their parents' countries, whatever, their relatives' countries, they probably have relatives still there, decimated by socialism, by communist dictators, right? So you just say the word communism or socialism and they're going to go the other way, right? Um, but you saw in, in Texas a bit, obviously they're not there yet in terms of flipping, but you certainly saw in Nevada and you certainly saw in Arizona, where in Arizona has a large indigenous population as well, that those are people that, that, that Trump really went after, people of Mexican descent. And, you know, so you did see a little bit of, like you said, that the Latino vote is, is definitely different in different places for different reasons, which I think is a good reminder to just not paint people with a brush, right? Like people are complex from where they're from, originally where they live now, the issues in their state. So, but it turns out if you um, smack around a war hero like John McCain and you smack around um, and, and paint Mexican and Me- Mexican Americans um, and their relatives across the border as criminals, people tend to not enjoy that four years later, you know? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Honestly, the fact that you just brought up John McCain, like uh, one of those things about the, the Trump era that stick out to me that I can I can never wrap my head around, right? Yes. How could he? How could all these red states, um, people who supposedly respect the military yes. so much, you know, uh, like like still that? support him after he went after time and again, and not only time and again when he was alive, after he was. Dead, yeah. still continued to go after him. How could people still support him after he did that to a Republican war hero? Right. Blows my mind. Absolutely. So that, but it was interesting because Arizona, I think Arizona, honestly, well, Michigan, Minnesota, Michigan, and Arizona were kind of the states that allowed everybody to say, pump the brakes. Trump has not won anything. Biden's actually closer. 
and let's count all the votes, right? Because so even yeah, and so that Arizona played a very key role. Well, in oh my god, especially like, at, especially at Fox too. Yes, right? yes, like, yes. I, so this all the stories is that Fox News calling Arizona set off just like like people in the White House just pissed at Fox News. How right. can you do this? But right. for the rest of the country, it, it meant you know there there at least is some counterbalance, right? Yes, at Fox. No, that was huge. That was that was huge. Once they did that, and again today they were the last ones to call it. Obviously, the main networks, but they did call it. You know, um, and, and that that legitimizes this seventy-four million votes to seventy million votes. I think one of the highest, if not the highest, turnout of all time. Um, I do think people were shocked about the fact that seventy million people, actually more people than last time, um, wanted to keep Trump in office. But you know what? That's their right. And the, the good news is, like you said. People took it into their own hands. They took it personally, as Michael Jordan would say. And uh, 74 million plus of them showed up. Let me come back. Okay, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. No, you got it. No, 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 no. No, no. All right, I'm going to change the subject a little bit. I want to close it where we opened it with Kamala Harris. So I'm very interested to see her ability to, and the ability that they give her, because Vice President obviously takes the orders from, from from the administration, but... Her having this platform is, I'm, I'm, I'm excited about it because I was really shocked that she didn't get a little bit more traction in the primaries because of how good she is. But I think, you know, being on, being on stage with 20 other people for a, 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 a primary debate back in 2019, it's tough for anybody to stand out, right? But, but her being on this ticket has given her an incredible amount of visibility across the coasts, you know, not just out west, not just in pockets, not just with political junkies. And I think, you know, to your point, she has that star power. So that's a great thing. And I can't wait to see her be able to be visible because to, to your point earlier, Joe's closer to 80 than 70, you know, and she may need to be an electable candidate nationally as soon as 2024. So I'm super excited to see what they'll let, they'll like let her get her hands on and, and be out front on because I think that that's an unbelievable opportunity to start building, you know, building for the future, Um because really, there was no answer after Barack Obama that was like, "Okay, Hillary, it's your turn." That was not the right move, you know. Right, and I and I think that um, one of one of the good things. So, I, so I agree with you, and and I'm super excited to see see how the four years plays out. I certainly think that she will be, you know, if 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 unless there's you know something terribly you know something goes wrong or whatever, she will definitely be at the front of the list. I think that. Our bench, like you said, Hillary was the only option when when Biden decided not to run. Right. Um, she was the only option, but I do think that that bench is starting to build. You know, you see somebody like Pete Buttigieg or, yes. or, or Beto O'Rourke, or um, you know, um, just any number of like younger people who now have this national Cory Booker, um, who, who now have this national face. So I think that we're going to be in a good position. I do think um, that Kamala is going to be stronger. I think she's going to do a great job. And, I, and, and I'm just, I'm excited that to have that star star power again, right? Yeah, for sure. Because you do need that star power to get the message across, right? Yes. One of the things that Barack, people loved about Barack Obama wasn't perfect, right? But he was a great communicator. And, um, and, People listened when he when he spoke, and I think that uh, Kamala Harris has that same gift, mm-hmm. and so hopefully she'll be able to, to to move to move the needle, you know, for positive. And I I definitely think she'll be able to. 
Yeah, I, I'm excited about it. I think it, I think it'll be good. And I, yeah, I thought she was a great choice. I thought she was the best possible choice. And I think that's probably one of the reasons we're talking about she and Biden as winners tonight. Um, can't understate that. And yeah, I'm excited to see, you know, what she brings to the table. And again, like I said at the beginning, and I'll say it now again at the end. I mean, an historic, an historic moment for her and for America. Um, you know, for for all the reasons I went into. You know, not just not just gender, but also. You know, ethnicity, etc. So, so many, so many firsts for the for the for the second to the you know for for a person who's one heartbeat away, uh, as they say, and that's amazing, amazing stuff. So, congrats to her and her family. That's really cool. Yeah. Also, you know, congrats to America. Right. We we, we <laughs> avoided America. we avoided going down that road. You know, we we're in this car and there's multiple people with their hands on the wheel and we're we're trying to get there. Right. And we just avoided taking that bad road of giving this guy another four years. So, you know, hey, it's, it's a reason for us all to, to celebrate for sure. Yeah, exactly. So everybody take a deep breath. There's work to be done. We're, you know, we're still in the middle of a pandemic and everything else. So many other things. Systemic racism, social justice. You know, I hate to, you know, rattle off all the things, but, you know, believing in science again and trying to do things to address. Environment. Yeah, right? absolutely. Yeah, North Korea, everything. Yeah. Russia. Yeah, dictators. There's a lot to do. Yeah, lot, lots to do. And believe me, you got to be patient because if Fox News and the Republicans in general are good at anything, it's blaming everything on the Democrats. So, um, you know, that will probably be already kind of something they dig their, their heels into on on January 31st. You know, so. Um, oh, yeah. But the bottom line is, let's just get let's just let's just get through the next 70 something days in one piece. Let's try to, you know, again, let's try to agree on one version of the truth again. That's what makes us. An, an optimistic place to live and uh, yeah I feel good about it so Marky stick around for a minute we will catch up thanks for coming on and for, for all your energy during this, inc- this incredible uh, election cycle obviously it's, it's with the pandemic it's like one we've never seen before but thanks again for coming on tonight we appreciate it and uh, yeah congrats to America and congrats to you Marky congrats to America thanks Kev you got it man